Hello, lovely, and welcome back to Empower Radio. My name is Bianca Scalise. I am your host, and I'm very excited to get into the topic of the day. Today's topic is how long will it take to see results? This is a question that I asked myself a lot at the beginning of my fitness journey, and it is a question that I get a lot. Um, so I'm excited to dive in. When it comes to seeing results, there are a few things that we need to understand and um, that will allow us to understand what to expect. So let's break those down in a really simple way that's easy to understand. So let's assume that you already have a plan in place. So you have a plan for your nutrition, your strength training, um, your lifestyle stuff like steps, sleep, stress, cardio, and you're following that plan really, really well. So your adherence to the plan or your consistency is at like 90% across the board. So you've got a great plan. You're sticking to it. How long will it actually take you to achieve the results that you're looking for? Well, it depends on a couple of things. Number one, where you want to go. What is the result that you're looking for? And number two is where you're at now. Everybody's journey is going to look very different. Someone that has a hundred pounds to lose is going to be on a different journey than someone who wants to lose 15 pounds and gain muscle on their glutes, right? It's neither is better or worse, easier or harder. Each is just different. So these two people are going to lose fat at different rates because they have different amount amounts of fat to lose. So there's a big difference between fat loss and weight loss. A person who has over a hundred pounds to lose most likely has plenty of fat and also plenty of muscle mass that can come off their frame. So the priority there would be weight loss, not necessarily targeted fat loss. A person with 15, 15 pounds to lose, um, that wants to grow their glutes, um, is going to want to be more cautious, not to lose excessive muscle mass while they are losing their fat. Um, obviously because they want to see that muscle mass on their body. Um, it's good for our physique, but it's also good for health reasons, right? So we don't want to really lose that muscle mass. So if fat loss is the primary goal, fat loss, then a healthy rate of fat loss with a disclaimer, given that your metabolism is in a healthy place for a fat loss phase is going to be around half a pound to 1.5 pounds per week. Okay. So if you want to lean out and tone up, if you want to lose 15 pounds of fat, but still have shape, right? We think about like this hourglass shape is the, the shape that a lot of people think about that's created from muscle as we're leaning out, we're losing shape in some areas. We have to make sure that we have the muscle mass to be able to give our body the shape that we're looking for. So that hourglass shape is going to come from the shoulders having mass, the back having mass, right? We think about that like V situation, um, as well as the glutes and the legs having mass. So, um, we don't want to lose weight at such a rapid rate that we lose our muscle in the process. Muscle is important for many reasons, obviously, um, health reasons, but it also gives us shape and it's not easy to build. It's not one of these things that we train for a little while and we blow up with muscle. Um, so we don't want to lose that as we're leaning out. So depending on your goal and where you're currently at, you'll want to implement a specific phase of nutrition. 
our body isn't static. It's dynamic and adaptive. So there's no magic number that we should eat at and stay at to see results. It would be so much easier if there were, right? If I told you, you know, 1800 calories is the amount of food that you need to eat. And then you're going to get your results in five months. That would be really, really nice, but our body doesn't work that way. We have to understand it and then flow with it through cycles. So by learning about the phases of nutrition, we can get an idea of where we should start and also how long it might take to achieve our goal. All right. So let's talk about the phases of nutrition. The first one is going to be what we call a maintenance phase or maintenance nutrition phase. So the way that we know when we're at maintenance is we calculate our theoretical maintenance um, using a calculator that will base that number off of your height, weight, age, activity level, factors like this. And this number of calories theoretically is the number of calories that you need to stay at the same weight. Okay. So I'm going to give you an example. This is an arbitrary example. It is not accurate for you. We would need to calculate your specific ones. Everyone's different, but I'm going to give you the example of 2000 calories for someone, um, at maintenance, just so that we can play with this example throughout our podcast today. So say this person is eating 200 calories. That means that they are eating to maintain their weight right around there. Um, say that they're also doing consistent strength training and are hitting their protein goal consistently, as well as hitting a consistent step goal. This person can then expect not only to stay the same, but to achieve what's called body recomposition. Okay. So if they're eating at maintenance and they're hitting all of these markers in their plan, they can expect to achieve body recomposition. Now, what exactly does that mean? Body recomposition really simply is when the scale weight stays around the same, but we are seeing a difference in the amount of muscle and the amount of fat on our body. Those are changing. So remember that muscle is more dense than fat. If we lose five pounds of fat and gave gain five pounds of muscle, our body is going to look different. It's going to look smaller, tighter, more toned because five pounds of muscle takes up less space than five pounds of fat. And I'll insert a picture here. If you're watching on YouTube now, this person can expect to achieve body recomposition and they can also expect to get stronger. They can expect to build lean muscle. Um, they might lose some fat slowly over time, not at a rapid rate, right? Because they're at maintenance, but they might lose weight, uh, lose fat slowly over time. And they can expect for their internal health to be nurtured here. So what do I mean by that? If they're eating 2000 calories, which is their theoretical maintenance, then they're giving their body the nutrition that it needs to healthfully regulate their systems, like their hormones. Um, this will allow the metabolism to function optimally. Um, all of our different systems need nutrition and they need energy to be able to function optimally when we're at maintenance. That means that we're giving our body the abundance of food and nutrition that it needs to be able to function optimally. So keep that in the back of your mind and we'll return to it in a moment. The next phase we'll talk about is a fat loss phase or a fat loss nutrition phase. When we're in a fat loss nutrition phase, we would be eating at what's called a caloric deficit. So what exactly does that mean? It means that if 2000 calories are our maintenance calories or the calories we need to stay the same on the scale, 
Then in a fat loss phase, if the focus is on losing fat as the main goal, then we would need to eat less than 2000 calories to be able to achieve that. This is called a caloric deficit. So typically when people go into deficits, they might be somewhere around a 15% deficit or a 20% deficit. And what that means is we get our maintenance calories and we multiply it by, let's say, let's use the number 20%. So if we're in a 20% deficit from 2000 calories, then that's going to be taking away 400 calories from the maintenance, right? So 2000 minus 400, which is that 20% equals 1600, right? Please don't use these, use these numbers. These are different for everyone. This is just an example. Okay. So if this person is eating 1600 calories now, then that means that they're in a caloric deficit and they are in this really specific fat loss nutrition phase. So a an important part of a fat loss phase is that we don't take that percentage too low. Like we're not going to a 30% deficit, 40% deficit, 50% deficit, because remember we are being mindful to preserve our muscle mass. This is really important because it's not easy to put that muscle back on. And when you see yourself shrinking, we might be celebrating, but later on, we're going to have a lot more work to do. So we want to preserve our muscle mass here. Um, if you're more of a beginner in, um, this, whole world of strength training, then you can potentially gain muscle in a fat loss phase. This is very possible if you've never really consistently strength trained for a long period of time for more intermediate and advanced lifters. They're not likely not going to gain a significant amount of muscle in a fat loss phase. Um, you can think of this as like newbie gains, which is the exciting and fun part of um, actually starting the fitness journey is you get to take advantage of all of those newbie gains, right? If we haven't significantly trained before our body has a lot and, um, it, it's going to adapt pretty quickly. So if your goal is to build size, um, in your glutes, to add mass to your glutes, and you've been lifting for two years or more, you're probably not going to want to be in a fat loss phase or in a calorie deficit while you're trying to really add size to your butt right? Because your body needs more nutrition, needs more energy, needs more calories to be able to support building that muscle and putting on that mass. So somebody whose primary goal is fat loss should be in a fat loss phase. Somebody whose primary goal is to build muscle should not be in a fat loss phase unless they are very, very new. And they also have the a primary goal of leaning out. Okay. So another note about the fat loss phase is that our metabolism adapts over time. This is called metabolic adaptation. So if you eat 1200 calories, really, really low calories, that's very low calories for most bodies. If you eat that amount for three years straight, your metabolism is going to slow down. Um, this is where you see some, some women, you might hear of them, or this might've happened to you where the menstrual cycle kind of gets out of whack people can lose their period, et cetera. This is the body slowing down or even taking away other processes so that it has enough energy um, and nutrition to be able to sustain the main working processes that it needs. So it might slow down or take away that reproductive ability. Um, you can think of losing libido as well, because the sexual or the reproductive system is not the priority in that case. It is survival, right? So this is why it can be very, very harmful to eat really low calories over long periods of time for your internal health.
Um, so maintenance calories, um, are no longer going to be at 2000 calories for that person. If this person is eating super, super low 1200 calories for years at a time, their maintenance calories are going to adapt. Their maintenance calories are no longer going to be at that theoretical maintenance. They are going to go lower. And this is where we really see that we're not setting ourselves up for success in the long term. Those maintenance calories cre creep lower and lower because your body is adapting to what you're giving it. Um, which is why we cannot live in a fat loss phase. A lot of people think like, I'll just eat less and that's okay because I want to maintain my results. Long-term, this is not going to work. We need to be able to be intentional about our fat loss phase and plan an exit strategy out of it so that we can maintain our result long-term and then in the future, build on that result. If we just keep eating less and less and less and our maintenance goes lower and lower, this is not going to be a sustainable result, even for the person that has the most willpower in the world, because biologically our body will not be supported. Okay. So that's where the reverse diet comes in. So reverse dieting is just a process of increasing your calories back up from your deficit calories. So say that you ended your caloric deficit at 1600 calories. We would want to bring you back up from 1600 back up to your maintenance calories, which in this example is 2000. And we would want to likely do that progressively, just jumping from 1600 back up to 2000 like that overnight is probably not going to feel great. It's going to feel like a lot of food. The digestive system might be like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. We're not used to this. Um, and our metabolism could have potentially slowed down during that time. So we want to take it step-by-step, step, which is the reverse diet to get back up to maintenance. So as we go through the reverse diet, we are aiming to upregulate the metabolism again, right? We just spent time in a caloric deficit. Remember the body is adaptive. So the metabolism is going to adapt there. We want to be able to upregulate the metabolism and get our body back to a place where it knows everything's all good. Um, we're going to get the necessary nutrition we need for internal health. And by internal health, we're talking about healthy hormone regulation. Um, all operating systems are functioning optimally. Our menstrual cycle is in a good way. Um, our, men yeah, our menstrual cycle is, is all good um, and everything is functioning well. All right. Then we have one more phase of nutrition, which not everybody goes through, but, um, I want to mention it here and it is a bulking phase or a caloric surplus phase. So if our theoretical maintenance is at 2000, then that would mean eating over 2000 calories so that you were intentionally putting on mass. This is optimal for people who are below 20% body fat and want to add significant muscle mass to their frame. People who put on weight, it, well, there's people that put on weight easier than other people, right? And the people who don't put on weight very easy, um, you know, if this is you, because you're really, you're like, man, all I want to do is get bigger. All I want to do is gain more muscle. Um, but it's, it's hard for some people. So these people sometimes are called hard gainers. It's hard for them to gain weight for other people. It's really easy to put on weight and they don't understand. They're like, what I'm, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum here. Um, for people that are hard gainers, 
eating in, in a surplus is going to be very important. Um, for people who put on weight a little more easily being at maintenance might be totally fine for them to gain muscle. So how long will your result take circling back to this question? The answer is it depends. It, de it depends on the results that you want and where you are currently at now. Please know that taking a shortcut to your result is only going to make the process longer because we cannot escape our biology. We cannot escape science. We cannot escape the fact that it will catch up to us. I promise you girl firsthand. I've been there. I've been the person that for years at a time is like, well, how can I just make this shorter? <laughs> how can I just do this in like, you know, a couple of months. And I thought surely there was a possible way, but the reality is our biology does not feel supported by that. It needs gradual change over time and it needs to work cyclically. So the fitness journey never really ends. Spoiler alert. The result that you want, you can achieve it. I believe you can achieve it. But once you get there, us humans love progress. We love progressing. We love growing. It's the process that really allows us to feel good and fulfilled in our lives. There's always a new goal. There will always be a new goal. It might be losing fat. It might be gaining muscle. It might be gaining strength. It might be getting a pull-up, but there will always be a new goal. So we might as well enjoy the process. Know that achieving your results is probably going to take multiple fat loss phases. If you're at a place where you're like, man, I really want to lose, you know, 15 pounds and gain a little bit of shape. Um, know that achieving your results, it's probably going to take multiple fat loss phases. Remember that the cycles of fat loss, reverse diet, um, to restore your metabolic health, um, these are going to lead you to making progress, but we will need to spend time holding ourselves at maintenance to gain that internal health back so that we can safely and effectively enter a, a fat loss phase again. I personally have been through this cycle many times on my journey. And what it's done is by cycling through fat loss, reverse diet maintenance, fat loss, reverse diet maintenance is it's allowed me to keep my result and not only keep it, but continue to build on it. This is how we make results sustainable rather than fleeting. This is how we build on our results over years rather than, you know, feeling a result a couple months after, but then gaining all the weight back a couple months later. It's equally as important to see your external results as it is to take care of your internal health, because at the end of the day, our internal health will catch back up. So I'll leave you with this last bit. Pursue the goal, not for the sake of the goal, but for who you will have to become in the process. Because achieving the body that you want might seem like the most important thing, and it's going to be awesome. And I have total faith in you that you will get there. But becoming the type of person who prioritizes their health, becoming the type of person that goes on walks with your family instead of, you know, just watching another show, becoming the type of person that truly feels like a leader of your life. That is, is what really feels amazing 
that is what is really fulfilling. All right, beautiful. I hope that that was helpful in providing some insight on how long your result will take. If you need some more specific guidance on you specifically, right? Because I can give you these insights and understandings generally, but I would need a lot more context to understand what amount of time specifically your result would take. Of course, don't hesitate to reach out. If this podcast was helpful for you in any way and provided some clarity for you, we would so appreciate it if you shared it with someone you think um, could benefit from that clarity too. All right. Lastly, please, please, please subscribe to the podcast. It helps us so much um, to grow and do what we love and help to empower women. Uh, We so appreciate you and we'll see you next time.